1: Hello everyone, welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, we are live on YouTube tonight, so please subscribe to the channel, it is absolutely free to do so, really helps the podcast out as well, and you can also get involved in the live chat if you do so. I am Scott Carney and joining me tonight is Ryan Haymarch. Ryan, how are you?
3: (laughs) I'm alright mate, (laughs) but I had to laugh, see when you started that pod then, you were like, how'd I do this again? I know. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, how did I do this again? I no, was, yeah. Um, I'm very good, mate. Good to see you. Um, a bit lively on the last time I seen you. Uh, good see you're on the road to recovery. Good could see Nicky and everybody in the chat. Understand we might be getting a guest appearance from Mr. Pearson, but if he can be bothered starting in time, but point deduction for him, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, it's always the same, isn't it, with Alistair? Well, just always likes to leave fastably late, make an entrance, usual diva that he is. Uh, yes, Alistair might be joining us. He's having a bit of technical difficulty right now, so he might be joining us. And Nicky Oven, Nicky, how are you, mate?
2: Very good, mate. I uh, had a long weekend, as I mentioned, last week, so I was paying the price because I was then tasked with cramming five days' work into four days, as it always is, mate, so I'm glad it's Friday. Good to see you on the the recovery, echo what Ryan says, and um, good that Rangers are back tomorrow as well. It seems like a lifetime ago, a Tuesday Tuesday game, it seems like ages ago we played. Yeah.
1: Because it's normally a Wednesday
2: or a Thursday, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's felt like a, it's felt like a, a long a long long week, yeah obviously I, I said it on the, the video that i done while I was in Manchester away for work that well, the lads have stepped up, obviously I, I was not well at all, I don't know what it was but I was not very well at all, I was bedridden for about three days um, so I really wasn't in a very good state but the lads do what the lads do and they step up and they, they take care of things while I'm, while I'm needing a wee bit of time to recover, as you can hear in my voice I'm still not fully there, I am getting there, definitely getting there and I've been back at and stuff, so uh, I was buzzing to come back on tonight. I really was buzzing to come I tell back.
3: Tell you, on. mate, there's a nobody can attu- accuse you of glory hunting anybody. First opportunity to go to the league, new pull a I
1: know, mate. You can you honestly couldn't make it up. I, I obviously, obviously I, did, I didn't go to football as well. So the boys that sit next to me, like after the game, are like, You've missed a hell of a game not to come to, and I'm like, You couldn't write it, man. Like, you actually couldn't script it. It was absolutely typical, um, and just as I will wait for him to hopefully enter the room, uh, yes, he is here, um, Alistair Pearson. Hi, Ali, nice no, of you no. just to show up whenever you really feel like it's time for you to show up, Don't you know? blame me, blame the laptop, went into some sort of reset <sighs> thing there, didn't even think
0: I was getting on for a second there, but... <laughs> I'm here. I'm sure all the, the viewers will be delighted that I am
1: here. To oh, aye. They'll be absolutely <laughs> buzzing. They'll be delighted to see you. Mate. Absolutely delighted to see you. Uh, no, so let's get into things. Also, we'll round up the week of Rangers, and we'll look ahead to the... Um, We'll look ahead to the, the Scottish Cup game uh, against Air Ibrooks tomorrow evening. Uh, we'll start with a win over Aberdeen on Tuesday. Uh, Rangers winning by two goals to one. Uh, goals from Robbie Matondo and Todd Cantwell. Ryan, I'll come to you. It wasn't the perfect performance, really, um, in terms of wasted chances that we had. We should maybe I won the game by more. But very much another big game that Rangers um, are, are winning under Clermont. You, you really have to say that the mentality change that Clermont is making is quite evident for us all to see now
3: Yeah, I think that's a big thing, Carly, is the the mentality shift that you can see with them Um, that would be a game that you would probably say, in in fact definitely say that Rangers would drop points in when they've got an opportunity to close the gap again, or continue to close this gap, it's it's going to be gone on Wednesday hopefully, so aye, it's kudos to to Philippe Clermont once again I enjoyed Wednesday Carly. I, I know it wasn't the performance everyone wanted, three, four goals, but it was the attitude of the players for me. They um, came out of the traps. It was fast paced. They're attacking. You could see they wanted to score too. If they wanted to go top on Tuesday. And a lapse of concentration from the defence, let's say opposition back in, and that was a hammer blow at half time, You could everybody could feel it in the stadium. It was just a just a kind of low round about the stadium, people panicking. There was somebody in this podcast, I'll not tell you who it was, that texted me, it was Ali Pearson, um, and said <laughs> that he was fearing that they would, drop, <clears throat> they, would, they would drop points. And that's scar tissue, Carly, because we've all been there, we've all had the kind of straightforward games where all oh, we can close the gap and we've dropped points. So that was scar tissue for, for Ali, and I totally understood where he was coming from. He showed character to come back in and, and go for it and grab it by the neck and win the game. So I was really happy with it. Yes, it wasn't a performance of 3-0 that would take us to the league but it was going to be short-lived anyway because that lot we're playing the next day, but it would just have been nice to have eh, to go top. The main thing is we won, and it was a pressure game, Carney. and eh, Mr Clement is getting pressure games over the line, which is new to us.
1: It's new to us, Ali, obviously you were at the the game and obviously when Aberdeen scored and the nature of the goal that Aberdeen scored is what really would take the wind at the sails of Ibrox at that time because you're like how many times do we really need to see Aberdeen score that goal against us? But again it still comes back I think to the mentality of, of the team that are now running under Clement. is that in the second half there was only really one team going to win it. Look I was the same mate, I think about 6 to 8, 70 minutes I was going please strangers, please just one of these chances, going to just please score it, give me a wee bit of relief but the team didn't stop mate, we didn't look, so, didn't look like they were feeling sorry from themselves, we continued to pile on the pressure and this is all this change that um Clement is installing it into the squad
0: He's installed a belief um, which is slowly getting into the support because I did take Not, you clearly. Much, but, not
1: uh, you clearly, not
0: you no. clearly To be honest, Carney, if you were sitting in these stands as well, you'd be the exact same I know. against I know. Aberdeen because Aberdeen let's be honest, is a team we've really struggled against this season We've not even beaten them apart from the other night there, we obviously beat them only 1-0 in the cup final, but we've struggled against Aberdeen the one of the teams that are just organized when they come and play us and that goal before halftime carney i just thought not not tonight just please not tonight but uh fair, fair dues to the, the team when they come back out there was a wee 10 minute lull i thought and then they really grabbed control of the game and you could only see one team winning it, to be honest and, and thankfully we got the win but it's huge there's going to be a lot of games like this carney from now to the end of the season so i mean. We'll, We'll need to strap ourselves in for it because us and that other lot the other side of say it'll be very it'll be nipped and tucked to the end of the season. It will be so. But I was delighted just to get three points, kind of because it was big because we failed in previous positions in Aberdeen. Like I say, yeah, they've not been playing well, but the new managers and etc. they got a draw against the day, the previous result. Um, they would have fancied maybe getting something. So it was a a big three points for me. And uh, hopefully I can relax tomorrow. I Brooks.
1: United. Oh, I would like to think so. Yeah, I'd like to think so, Nicky. Um, it's quite cliche to say under Bill we don't win that game, but under Bill we don't win that game. And I, I feel that 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 can be classed as a big game, as much as I, I, I hate to admit it and to give sort of that, not that praise, but to to lift up Aberdeen to that standard. But I probably don't mean even the team that we were playing, the way the game went. Down to ten men, which we obviously be obviously we well to welcome on to, we managed to get there. We managed to get it over the line. Everything about the performance was was good, apart from the fact that we maybe should have scored more goals. And again, I say it just harks back to all these little changes that Clement has slowly been building into the team. On Tuesday night, that was kind of a, a, a an accumulation of everything that he is doing within the team, especially mentally, and. Yes, there's still work to be done, of course there is in different areas, but the, the work that he's doing, you can't help as Rangers, as a Rangers fan not being impressed by him. And the fact that no one, is, since he started this, has questioned what he's doing. He's got every single fan believing, um, again, b- believing in the team, believing in him, believing in our team again.
2: Yeah, um, it, it was a really, really strong performance. I think you, you obviously mentioned about... The mentality piece, and, and mentality is quite a hard thing to measure, right, because it, it's all hypothetical, right, we can sit and go, he wouldn't have won it under Beal, he wouldn't have won it under Geo, whatever, but you're totally right, he didn't win the game under Beal, Aberdeen rocked up to Ibrox. and let's face it, they battered us 3-1, it wasn't even as if they get, you know what I mean, they broke away and they kind of get three lucky goals, they, they were by far the better team that day, um, so... There's definitely a mentality shift. I think, again, you're right. It was a a big game. Ryan and I spoke about it on Monday night, about how this was a different type of pressure. I think the pressure that Rangers have been under since Clement came in has always been, Celtic have left the door ajar a wee bit. Can we close the gap? Can we get closer? Can we get closer? This was probably the first time where with the, with the exception of maybe the old firm, this was probably the first time where we had the opportunity to go top. And you know exactly what would have happened. If we had drawn that game, Celtic would have been rubbing their hands together, going, another big test, they've failed. This is the same Rangers making the same mistakes that we've seen in four of the last five seasons. So um, it was massive to get that over the line. And, and I think I'd, I said it on the, the post-match, 2-1 flattered them. We were by far the better team, by far the better team. I don't think it was our best performance under Clement, but we were we were by far the better team. You look at the stats from the game, Aberdeen weren't interested in playing. They, the only thing they tried to do, as I say, was was, was was try and take advantage of the goal that we concede all the time. Kyogo at Ibrox, we, talk, we spoke about, very similar to me off tee up at Pataudry earlier in the season. It's a carbon copy of the goal. That's all they were interested in doing. And you didn't really see them come out the traps until the last sort of 10 minutes or so. And then obviously there was the sterling red card and they they put a bit of pressure on. But even at that, talking about mentality and this team and the structure that Clements building, I thought we managed the game out brilliantly. There was games earlier on, I think, I I, I look back at Betis, the 3-2 game, where our game management was so poor. It was like a hot potato. Guys like Sima just pointing the ball and Betis were just coming back at you. But other than the free kick and maybe a wee scramble in the box, there was a good eight or nine minutes there where they never really troubled us and they were throwing everything at us. We kept the ball really well. Fabio Silva, I thought, was brilliant in those last few minutes, as was Cortez. Really mature performance. And yeah, it's a, it's a really big result. As Ryan says, it was probably only going to be short-lived. I did think it was probably going to be tougher than than we thought. Aberdeen, it irritates me that they always make a game of it. We would respect Aberdeen more if they just came out and went, do you know what? We effing hate you guys and we want to beat <laughs> you more than anybody else. Everybody would respect them more. Do you know that way? But yeah, listen, brilliant three points. Uh, it, it got a goal for at least 24 hours and, and, and as the guys say we've got a brilliant opportunity on Tuesday night I think Tuesday night officially to to go top again
1: Yeah um, just quickly Aldo thank you very much for I think you said you just had to renew your membership thank you very much mate very much appreciated Aldo for your continued support really do appreciate that um, Aberdeen are that tin pot Nicky that if they beat Rangers the four times that they played them in one season and finished second bottom, they would be happy with that league. They would be happy with their, with their season. That is how it's bad bottom, they that is how bad yeah. that they are. So yes, I would, it's, me, me as a fan, it would infuriate me because they only show up when they play against us. Every other team that they play, they're very, really, any good. Um, um, especially against Celtic, even though they they did do us a favour, I suppose. Um, against well, I could say I seen the the second half of the um, what's the highlights even once the second half of the 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 game when they played Celtic at Padraig and Celtic were not very good at all. and They really weren't. Um, let Aberdeen and when they they really should have had the game out of sight. Uh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about them we're not here to talk about them I think really the only test now that will all be instead of 99% on the the Clermont train is there's only one test left and it's the old firm he's proved that he can win but he can do big games in Europe he's proved a cup final okay it was against Aberdeen fine fair enough but he still proves that he can do that He's proven these games that are big games in the league to close gaps, to take opportunities, to make sure that the pressure is getting put back on them, to make sure that we're actually in a bloody title race for once. He's passing all these tests. He's passing them all. And there is only one real big one now that is remaining. Uh, but I am uh, I'm very much looking forward to, to just seeing more of him, really, and seeing what else he can do. And especially after summer, no matter how this season goes, just to see him have a full window, bring different people in, and fully implement over the summer, um, a full training camp. I fully implement his his philosophy onto the team. Uh, it's all very exciting. It really is. Uh Ryan, I come back to you, Todd Cantwell. I uh, would like to speak about. Um, I, I I initially said the Mariacs, and I thought it was a wee bit quiet. And it's amazing how different you can see things when you're on the TV, when you're watching things on the TV, and you're not in the stadium. And but then when I watched the game back, I thought, God, he was bloody everywhere. He really was. And at times he was he was all over the place. I don't think it's a coincidence that he's started to play better and he's starting to find a better form. Clement a couple of times just took him off when he's been looking for, in Clement's words, winners uh, and not fancy footballers. Cantwell knows that he can make a proper impact on this team, and right now he is finding the form that we all know that he has, and he's con- contributing with passes, assists, and with goals. Um, you have to give credit to Cantwell because he's he's definitely bringing things back into his uh, back into his hands.
3: Yeah, Nicky and I uh, spoke about it uh, during the week before the Aberdeen game and rightfully so, he's getting plaudits at the moment because I said before Christmas, I think it was before the Old Firm game, I said I felt Cantwell was at a bit of a crossroads in in terms of his Rangers career. Was he going to excel and become a kind of hero to the fans or was he going to fade away like a lot of these English players that come up here, give it plenty and and just don't produce it on the park and become a kind of... A comedy figure, really, if anything. So we went to Celtic Park and he didn't have a great game. They cheered him off the pitch. And I'll be honest, boys, I thought, yeah, he's going to go down that road the same as the rest of them, that he's just going to become a joke figure. And he's turned it around, Carney. He's um, he's fought for it. The manager at times, I felt, looked as if he didn't favour him, maybe. And he's producing numbers now, performances, assists, goals, a lot. He's, he's doing a lot in... The fans are loving it. See this celebration he's doing and covering the ears. Give it to me. Give it. I watch it every week. Um, <laughs> he is he's shutting people up who don't like him. He's shutting people up who do like him. Me, and um, I'm all for it because the ten role he plays, it's a bit freer. Nicky Nicky will probably be allowed to this better than I will because I don't have ever played football to any sort of great level. But in terms of ten, I think it's a bit more free than a ten. He seems to be just the kind of floating role where he can go anywhere. And I like it. I like that. I think that's his best role that he can just come in and out the game, drop deep if he wants, link up, play. And he's a tin opener, and, and it's this run into the box again that he does. He's just he's starting to really find his feet as a Rangers player. We're starting to see the Todd Canty we all knew we could we could uh, fulfil too. So long may it continue. Loving that he's scoring goals, and finally we've got a player that I said this maybe three or four months ago. He's a player I expect to take us to the next level, kind of like Tom Lawrence. He's not got there yet because of his injuries, but players I expect us to take us to that next level where it will bring trophies in and it will bring big fixtures like beating that lot, eh, big results in. So long mate continue and raising a bar like that will only push his teammates on as well because they all want to get involved in that as well. He is eh, undroppable at the moment.
1: Yeah, Ali, we all had our say about Cantwell. We were all becoming a wee bit concerned. I think some had already said they'd had enough. I was more of the... Being a wee bit slightly more patient as it was a new manager and whatever else, and I think he was trying to find he was almost trying to over impress the manager as well at times, especially with when Lammers was still at the club as well, because he was trying to make a point of going, "Why are you playing this guy over me?" <laughs> which is fair, which is absolutely fair, but with this with this kind of freer role, as Ryan says, and it's, that's probably a perfect. It's more kind of more of a. I' not kind of a 10-roll slashed with a free roam and he can kind of go where he wants, but that's where he's most effective because he's very good at reading the games and he's very good at finding the pockets. And His link-up play as well, even with Silva um, at times as well, is really promising to see. But full credit has to go to Cantwell because he's taking the opportunity and he's clearly listening to what Clement's telling him. I know, definitely, he's
0: been kind of slaughtered by the support of we, but uh, come on. Had taken him off at half time in a few games, whether that was the game or we kick up the arse to say. Uh, but after that, he's he's been really good. He's been he is our main man, for He's for ages, probably one of our best players. I know Jack Bolton's up there, but as an outfield outfield player, he's one of our best players. I like his application. Watch him in a football part, I watch, him, especially when we sit carrying up the club day. you get a good view up there. Chases every ball for me, never stops, never hides, always wants the ball, demands the ball. You looked at Lammers. He's a guy for me, didn't he win a ball. Or when he got a ball, he gave it just to somebody else. Um, Cantwell for me, and he'll drive. He, like you say, he, he links up really well with, with Silva. Um, intelligent players he works with. Lawrence as well. So, aye. Yeah, I, I, I said a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, Carney, that we had four home games coming up. And that's us two down already. I thought that's a, a perfect opportunity for for Cantwell to make his mark. Because he's in a big pitch at Ibrox. And so far, he's taken it for me, can he? He's he? Um, he's been brilliant, and he's scored big goals. That was an easy finish that he did there. He kept that low and oh. hard. Very similar to the goal he scored against uh, Celtic last year. But it, was, uh, it wasn't it was an easy finish, that, and he took it lovely. And uh, like you say, like Ryan says, I love when he does that. And that was to you, Haymarch, by the way, to Ed Kermill. He was deliberately doing that to you in <laughs> that govern front. So um, I hope to see that more often from him.
1: Yeah, uh, sick of hearing Ryan shout out. Um. Say something! Day something! Nicky, <laughs> um, okay, I'll probably tie in um, Silva into this conversation as well. We can't. Well, I think the link up play with them too looks very promising. I think that looks like it could be a real a real force to be reckoned with for the, the remainder of this season. I know Silva's obviously not our player and he, he won't be our player going forward, but we need to get the most out of him while he's here. And a player like him and Cantwell, they seem to be quite similar on wavelengths in terms of the way they play the game. Uh, and I think it's exciting. I think it won't be, I don't, I believe more so going forward, um, especially with the, the misses that Dessers has. Sorry, Jamie, I know you're not watching, I do apologise, but especially with the misses that Dessers had, um, which were really poor, I can see that being a, a thing going forward for the remainder of this season, the the kind of two between Cantwell and, and Silver linking up as our, as our kind of main threat going forward. It, it
2: causes chaos. Amongst opposition and the structures that they try to set up, it, it causes chaos um, because they 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 are clearly very intelligent footballers. They both them. They're, they're very very intelligent. They've played at high levels, right? They've played Premier League football, so they are they are clearly talented individuals. Um, and yeah, I, I think we talk uh, we talk a bit about Fabio Silva and him playing that kind of false nine where he drops in. I think it might have been yourself, Ryan. We spoke about Cantwell and how he needs to do those kind of runs. I think it was his, his goal in the last game where it was very Scott Arfield-esque, where he kind of does those runs into the box. So, yeah, I think... I mean, on on Dessers, I actually thought he was all right. For the for the 50 or 55 minutes that he played, I actually thought he was all right. In terms of his, his, his kind of hold-up play, and he got he, 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 he had a few tussles in the centre of the park, and he came out with the ball most of the time, and I thought, you know what, he's doing all right, but the problem you have with Dessers is the second half, we were five or ten minutes into it before he came off the park, and he get presented with a brilliant opportunity again, didn't he? I get there was a lot of bodies in the box, but he hits the keeper, right? The one person you don't want to hit, and he mm-hmm. hits him. Fabio Silva, I, I thought was was brilliant actually when he came on. He, he offers a completely different dynamic. I thought his work rate was was top drawer, and I, I obviously mentioned a, a few minutes ago there that his game management towards the end, the fills he won, that his progress in terms of getting us up the park. He was the first person to take us into the corner, and I thought, thank Christ, why why we not do that more? Why why do none of our players take it to the corner? When, when you've got three minutes left, you're winning games. But no, I'm I'm really excited to see Fabio Silva. I think Ryan and I again spoke about it. It, it will just take a bit of time. I, I mean, Fabio Silva has been here for a while now. He obviously benefited from the winter training camp. He, he's been in and out with Essers. I think we've kind of played five or six games. He's maybe played half of them, Essers the other half. It will just take a bit of time for him to get a better understanding of Cantwell, the movement he makes, what he's getting from the left the left wing, what he's getting from the right wing, where he should be. But we're starting to see that come to fruition because I think he is getting better and better every single game. I don't think he was fit either. I think with Silva, you look at the... He, he didn't play a lot of minutes at Wolves, so there is an aspect of just getting him up to speed as well. And, and I think we are starting to see the benefit on Cantwell, I was I was buzzing for Cantwell. As I say, we, we've spoke a lot about Rangers fans been on the fence with him, and, and I actually made a comment in the WhatsApp that said it wouldn't massively surprise me if Clement binned him the summer. If he mm-hmm. could have got three or four million quid to invest elsewhere in the team, it, it really wouldn't have surprised me if, if he'd been him because we'd seen instances where he'd maybe made comments, he'd made substitutions, I, I think it was the... Uh, Larisol, whatever they're called, the separate team that we played in Europa League, he got hooked after 15 minutes, didn't he? He thought, he really doesn't fancy him here. But a bit like Yilmaz, I don't think it's any coincidence that as you put him in his best position, as you give him a run of games, you you start to get the best form out of him. And and Ryan, I again spoke about, he was bandaged pre the winter break. I think he was playing games where his knee or his leg or his hamstring, I don't know what it was, was was taped up and was bandaged up and again, happy to be corrected, but I, I haven't seen the bandages in the last couple of games. So maybe he was carrying something. We were very light on our feet with the injuries. Come on, maybe said I need you to just get us through to the winter break. He's maybe benefited from that. He's now fully fit and and, and we're seeing the benefit of it because it was a match winning it was a match winning goal. Big goals, it was a match winning one. It put his joint top of the table. And uh, we want
1: to see more of that. Absolutely. Craig Clark, thank you so much for the one ninety nine, mate. Very much appreciated. Um the support's fantastic. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate that. Um we'll move on to the red card quickly before we come on to um another colour of card, which is interesting. Uh, Ryan Rangers appealed it, uh got dismissed and the original bands upheld. I don't understand this. I know you have seen it back, mate, since you've 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 been um since you would, obviously you were at the game. It's not a red for me. Uh, I just can't really understand how it is a red. I think with VAR even saying to Don Robertson, you better go have a look at that. Um, see," Because uh, we don't think it's a red and he, he sticks by his decision. I'm not surprised that it's been upheld because... They don't want to throw a referee under the bus, really, yeah, considering he's made two decisions. He would have made two decisions that were wrong, if that makes sense. But for me, it's not a red, but ultimately I'm not surprised.
3: Oh, no, I'm not surprised, but i you won't be shocked to hear the Rangers' dar point of view here is. I'm just gutted with football. I'm gutted with football, when that's a red card, can't they? If that's against one of our players... I'm expecting my player to jump up and give him it next time he get next time he gets a chance to. Mm-hmm. I just think it's the way football is now and and you can't put and it and it puts players out. I always say, not just Rangers, I always say you never see like hard games now, kind of dirty games are and I don't mean like putting the the studs down somebody's calf, I don't mean like that, but just hard games where it's slide tackle after slide tackle, and that's why because if you look to have lost any sort of control, it's serious foul play, and you're off. And I think that's why players don't jump in a lot now. And I love nothing more than a slide tackle. We grew, we all grew up watching the likes of Maldini and Berese who are masters at it. And um, when Sterling put it in, it got me in my feet. I was, yes, that is what I want mm-hmm. to see. Yes, yes, it's a foul, but it's a tremendous foul. And then when they sent him off, I thought, aye, you can't do that anymore. Um, so. Saw it later on when I get in at night, and I was like, I still don't think that's a red card. Then I listened to, I can't remember, it was a, I don't know if it's open goal, I can't remember. I lost a podcast anyway, and they were like, In the laws of today, it is, I think it was, I think it was James McFadden, and he was like, It is a a red card now, and I'm like, Aye, nowadays it is, so. But James McFadden,
1: James McFadden does think you can be offside from a throw in, though. (laughs)
3: <laughs> aye, no. aye, he made a mistake. there. He had, he had a shocker there. I didn't actually hear him <laughs> say it, but I saw it on Twitter and he, t- he took Pelters for it. Uh, I might be in the minority. I don't mind James McFadden. I think he's pretty decent, it, uh, considering what other choices you've got out there. But it's enough about him. But it is, in today's football, Carney, it is a red card. He's a serious foul play, but he's lost control because he's slipped. And I think that's what makes it serious because it could have injured injured Aberdeen player and we've just got to take it in the chin but I mean yeah mate I want to see more tackles than that if I'm honest
1: yeah yeah. to me I think it's very very harsh I really do uh, Donald Rice thank you very much for the £5 mate very much appreciated um, Ali I think it becomes even more frustrating the red card considering uh, Duke should have been sent off for the tug Back that he'd done on can't remember who it was when he was going forward. It's a second bookable offence. Okay, we got the advantage. It doesn't make a difference. He should have been sent off the the park. And it's another one of those inconsistency things for me that really kind of starts to boil you uh, because I think it's a very I do I think and I'm, I'm trying to take my my blue tinted glasses off. I think it's a harsh red. I really do. But Aberdeen should already have been down to ten men.
0: Oh, definitely. But Don Roberts was shocking alike week, wasn't he? I'd... We talk about referees in this podcast every bloody week and when we're winning as well so it's not silver grapes if we drop points or something it's when we're winning we're talking about referees i thought he was shocking all night carney don Robertson. i thought i mean aberdeen that's aberdeen's game all all night was play acting falling on the ground all this nonsense but that's a that's a second year all day long carney it's shocking The, the, the sterling one for me it's not red for me, but as Ryan says, that the way the game is now in terms of these rules, it, and you get VAR, players are scared to do things now. And there's worse. I've seen worse ones than the Sterling one in terms of it shouldn't be red cards. There was one. There was another, another one this week with one of the other team's. I'm not sure who it was, and it was never a red card as well. And they got a red in the Scottish League. So it's it's not a red for me, they? No chance. But it's just a way with VAR at the moment.
1: As it is, as it is the way as the way before, um, and I say I'm just not shocked that they decided to just double down on the rest decision really um, even if I do think it was harsh because you would have made a decision uh, wrong twice, before I come to Nicky about blue cards, yes blue cards you heard it, it's time for a word from our sponsors, 2024 no that's the wrong one, excuse me will I find the right one, uh, roses are red violets are blue, trim your balls and your date will thank us too, I've not actually read this through fully by the way so I don't actually know what's about to happen to me here Valentine's Day is knocking and Manscaped is a remedy for what the Love Doctor ordered. The Love Doctor. <laughs> the, the all new performance package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code CLUB at 22. Let's talk about the hero of Valentine's Day, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. This electric trimmer features skin-safe technology guarding your V-Day treasure against any grooming mishaps. It also comes with their brightest LED spotlight yet. Perfect for precise grooming, even in the trickiest of spots. It's waterproof too, making shower shaves a breeze. This package also features the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose hair trimmer, Manscaped liquid formulations and two free goodies, the Shed Travel Bag and Boxers 2.0 because comfort is king of all. And for a happy ending, there's Manscaped Refined Cologne. It's, Valentine's, it's the Valentine's Day touch to your grooming routine. Elevate your grooming routine and set the stage for a romantically smooth celebration. And for the bearded kings, Manscaped brings you the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, designed to shape cheeks and maintain beard styles, giving you that suave look for your romantic moments. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code clubat22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code clubat22 at manscaped.com because you're grooming. Upgrade awaits, ready to charm your Valentine's dates. It even rhymes. How good is that? Thank you Enjoy to for the con- yeah, brilliant, mate. Absolutely excellent. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I love Doctor. I was like, what I didn't read that. I didn't read it before we done it. And uh, no, thank you to Manscaped for the continued support of our podcast. They are fantastic to us. Their stuff is brilliant. I say it all the time, but their stuff is absolutely quality. Um, if you use their use our code as well, you're supporting this podcast. So we thank you, everybody, that continues to do so. And we thank you, Manscaped. And I also thank Snicy Bear. Sneaky Bear for the £2, and Des Mason for a terror. My goodness, thank you very much. You must have loved my Manscaped readout tonight. You must have been absolutely loving it. You uh, thank you again? very much. No, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not doing that again. Uh, to be honest, I don't do There's a reason I'm the boss, by the way, because I don't do club life, so you do the Manscaped readout. I'm not meant to be doing this. Um, I haven't noticed. No. By the way, hey, mate, there's, there's, you've got to have a perk of the job, haven't you? You've got to have a perk yeah, of the yeah. job. Uh, Right, we'll move on to this blue card, whatever it is, I really don't know, and I think that probably tells you my thoughts on it. Um, uh, Nicky, a blue card has been tiled where the player showing the blue card will be sin-binned for 10 minutes if they commit a cynical foul or short descent. Disgust me.
2: Yeah, because we're um, we're doing such a good job with two cards that the one thing we need is to <laughs> ah, add another yeah. another one. That's <laughs> ridiculous, I know. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, the the rules are pretty clear with football, right? They're, they're kind of black and white. You, the the rule states one thing; you you can kind of go one way or the other. The problem we you've got with cards is that they're so subjective we've just had a 10-minute conversation about Sterling and, and whether it should have been a red or a yellow, and I, I think when you look at the media, it is very, very split. Um, I also listened to the Open Goal podcast. I think the, the most of them, I think, were, were were saying it was a red. I think you look at some of the pieces on Twitter, um, it, it is very mixed, and I think it's, it's maybe the speed and the control aspect. So, yeah, I think it's it's just another thing that they're implementing in football that in my opinion is is, is beginning to ruin football. Um we, we talk a lot about tackles. You can't even slide tackle in any, anybody anymore. Ali, the the one that you're talking about, I'm pretty sure it was a St. Martin game where the guy the guy won the ball, but he, yeah, his was. studs were showing on the ground and followed through and he gets sent off. Where ten years ago you know what I mean? You'd have jumped up as an unbelievable tackle. have got you all kind of riled up. But we're just adding too many things. It's just making things more complex. It, it, cards are very subjective, as I say. It's just going to create more arguments, more dubiety about is it a blue, is it a yellow, is it a red? You know what I mean? How How, how is this going to work? I think Philip Clement made a few comments about it in his presser today about he, he doesn't really agree with it. Where does the ten minutes start? What happens if somebody gets a head knock and is doing for five minutes? Does that mean they're off for fifteen minutes? Do they do they miss fight? Do you know what I mean? There's it's just another layer that they're adding to referees, and and, and you're right. We we moan about refs every single week because they're not very good at their job. So the last thing we need to be doing here is adding something that makes their role even more complex than it already is. So I am I am absolutely against it but it, it, look, it looks as though it's rubber-stamped. It looks as though it's going to happen and there's nothing really we can do about it.
1: Ali, um, I mean, the fact that it's blue, I like the fact that because it'll annoy them. So, right, that's that's the pro that I have, is that there'll be blue cards. Showing and they've, they've already made blue. comment
2: about it, by the way, so it's clearly under their skin.
1: Yeah, of course they have. John Beaton running about with a blue card. My God, can you imagine the scandal?
3: Um I national.
1: <laughs> my, my <laughs> um it's uh it's not I just I'm, I'm I'm not interested in it. I'm really not. we, we can't do far up here. We, these referees are not capable of introducing a blue card. They just aren't, and I'm I'm very much not for it. Uh
0: huh. Get that right in the bin. It's absolute yes. garbage. I don't. I don't know who's come up with this. I think the English have come out and says, "Well, we are not trialing it, so they won't be trialing it." Um. Yeah, as Nicky says, the the referees we've got up here. How are they going to handle three cards? And then how do you how do you say what's a blue card and what's a yellow card and what's a red card? If you know what I mean. So where where does it end? Hey, rugby's got a sin bin idea, is it not? Do they not have a sin <laughs> bin in rugby? I think, Is a I yellow, think a
1: yellow card's are I think, rugby? I think I, sure, yeah.
2: I, I, They have something that gets them off a of field for X amount of minutes. Yeah. And they
1: just go no, off on an exercise bike. Yeah.
2: It's, no, it's not for
0: me, can it, it would completely ruin a game of football for me if you've got guys going off for 10 minutes. And No. Uh, f- for me, VAR coming in, VAR's controversial because it splits opinions, VAR. It, it gets certain decisions right, but it's frustrating... As a supporter, because it, it takes the emotion out for me, Var. Sometimes you're standing there when a goal goes in, going, Is this a goal? So it, there's a sort of mixed reaction to Var, but bringing this in, Carney, it would just ruin the game for me. I just think it's utter garbage. Leave the game as it is, doesn't need to be pissed about with. So it, um, no, it's a red card for me for that blue card, Carney. <laughs> uh,
1: Ryan, I take it you're only wanting if it's a Union Jack card.
3: Aye, bring it in. Bring it in, as I say, get the blue cards going. <laughs> uh, everybody starts on a blue card as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's just, I think it's the same, if you look at it from like maybe your work perspective, we've probably all got our work, like continuous improvement or process improvement, teams who are constantly trying to make the company better or improve processes. This all came from someone who's come up with this idea, put mm. it to a board, and they probably went, uh, no. That's that's what I think has happened because it's not it's never going to start. There's nobody's going to buy into it. Referees won't want to do it because it complicates their job. Teams won't want to do it. Or just as Nicky says, we're not really doing a good job with the red and yellow card at the moment. We've got VAR that we all love and hate, um, or some of us hate. But um, no, it's just, it's just a non-starter for me. It's a uh, it's a strange one. Do you know, Cam? there's a couple of things out if I was controller football I would look to change the only one that I would always say that I would change is if you're caught simulating if you're caught diving and it's blatant mm-hmm. dive I would automatically ban you for the next game without fail if you're caught doing that then you're a ban the next game Um that's a, probably the only thing I would bring in but this blue card and sin bin it's a bit USA USA for me mate it's a non-starter
1: yeah, non-starter for me as well. I'm cautious of time, lads. There's a few things I'll just read out quickly. Um, Rangers have finally announced that SeatGeek uh, as the new club's new digital ticketing platform, starting the season ticket news for 24-25. All I can say about that is about bloody time, uh, and hopefully we can actually use a ticketing website, and we don't need to wait for a slotted time before you can go in and use it. What? Are you doing? It's 2024, man. Come on. Uh, but no, brilliant news. Absolutely brilliant news. Uh, and I'll quickly come to ease with this. If so Wentes can completes a loan move to Brazilian Serie A side. Cruzeiro. <clears throat> no obligation to buy, but this will pretty much spell the end of Sifuentes, um, I would have thought, um, uh, at Rangers. Um, right, I'll come back to you. Just another signature from the MLS, it didn't work. Billy, thank you so much. Sorry, I've just noticed that. Um, thank you very much um, from yourself and Grace. It's, that's very kind of you. Appreciate that, Billy. Uh, but aye, Sifuentes, mate, just didn't work, and that'll be the end of him at Rangers.
3: Yeah, and um, I would say, I, I hope the end of us dipping into the MLS market. It's not a market I think is good enough for us to go where we want to go. Um, no harm to him. He didn't get that many chances to play here, settle in, coming from another country, come here, settle in. You don't know what's happening to his personal life, but it just didn't work out. Um, anything I've seen of him, I wasn't overly impressed with him. Wish him all the best um, wherever he goes. After Rangers, but yeah, that's just a, just a transfer, and it's good that Rangers have got them out. Not to sound too brutal, but it's good that this isn't working out. No, you're not just going to sit in the bench or sit in the squad for for six months a year. Go and get yourself a move elsewhere, and it's good business for Rangers in terms of the ticket and website. Can they'll just take up? You say it is about bloody time. Why do we not have? <laughs> why do we not have our own app or something that's just so easy to use? Because that. Uh, Anybody that uses the myjers and you apply for away tickets, that is a riot. So, yes, but Rangers are making improvements off the park. We always praise this board for taking feedback. So, yeah, that's a, another positive for me, Carney.
2: Yeah,
1: Nicky, so Fuentes, uh, you've made your your, your feelings clear, though, but I think you're done with the MLS signings as well.
2: Oh, I I mean, I'd, I'd written down, is this the end of the MLS experiment? It's, it's clearly too slow. It doesn't have talent. I admittedly, fell for the hype with Fuentes You watch a few of the videos and you thought, you know what, he could be the missing piece to this midfield that what, what, realistically we've not spent money on until this window. We really haven't spent money on centre-mid for such an important position over a number of years. And um, Yeah, I mean, it, it looked okay at times. I think if you remember back to... Around just in the lead up to the cup final, he, he obviously made that tackle, he get, he gets suspended and we were all going, Christ, we're in trouble here. We're in trouble because Sufentes was looking okay, but it's just not worked out for him. I don't know if we've maybe not played him in the right position, but to Ryan's point, it, it's good to get him off the books. He's not sitting on our, our bench, kind of draining draining wages and um, yeah, wish, wish him all the best in his he's, he's move.
1: Yeah, I ain't nothing against the guy, really. It just it wasn't suited for him. And me and you, I I was like you on him because I think we both said pretty early on when we went to the concourse, it was like, nah, he's crap."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said he was push. <laughs> Um Nah, I I just another guy that's come over here, Carney, a wee bit hype about him. The jersey's too big for him. The club's too big for him. Maybe coming to take to Scotland, to Glasgow, is a bit of a culture shock for him from where he's been as well. So he's not settled. It happens. Um, we've not, well, if, if they do sign him, we've not made a loss on him. So, aye, I I wish him no harm. But it, as Ryan and Nicky said, the MLS for me, just let's not shop in there. Name me someday for the MLS we've signed that's been a success. Even Edu, way, way, way back, I would say was all right <laughs> at that. It,
1: yeah, he, 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 he took. Yeah, he took a while before he, yeah, he started did. seeking a really good performance. Not really yeah. good, decent performances out of him.
0: Yeah, and even like the Marcus Beasley, that he did, we didn't sign him from the MLS. So, aye, get that in the bin. Let's um, let's get shopping in other markets for me.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't work. The only one, the only thing I remember about Edu is that goal. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never, never that, forget that,
2: like that, that, that absolute screamer <sighs> against them.
1: No, I aye, aye, the screamer, aye, the screamer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I oh,
1: had a, a yard out, yeah. Best goal I've ever seen in my life, mate. Yeah, that was an incredible day. That was, um, that was great. Uh, so no, I mean, good luck to him. But yeah, I'm the same. The, the, nobody really from the MLS seems to be working out, so doesn't really seem like the cross from the MLS to this the, the Scottish um, Scottish premierships one that one that works anyway. Um, I'll quickly do this uh, as I say, it's it's there's quite a lot in it. Um, Rangers are one of six clubs that have sent a letter to the SPFL citing serious concerns over the independence of the governance report which has put the spotlight yet again on McLennan and Doncaster Ali um, I'll come to you first this is not a great look for the leadership of the SPFL and the pressure is clearly um, is certainly building this is a mess which stems right back to the sin steel, mate um, with the, the kind of conflict of interest of Rangers and the fact that the sin steel should never have happened all goes back to that McLennan's now made adjustments to reports and stuff and the SPFL are just destined to keep continuing and set themselves on fire for whatever reason. But the more clubs that support this for me, the better, mate, because we need change. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's another farce. I've not had a lot of time to properly read into it, but yeah, they've, they've changed, they've changed stuff, which all of it. you can't do. I've seen Stenhouse Muir come out, I think it was tonight, or this morning or something, saying that they're giving their support to it as well, but...
1: Apparently it's, it's quite a statement, I've not had a chance to read it, but apparently yeah, the one's quite a statement.
0: Yeah, I've not, I've not had a chance to, to really read it and have a good look into it, Carney. but you're starting to see teams now coming around to... Because before it was just Rangers, it was just one voice in terms of Rangers shouting, and there's now teams coming along, Aberdeens and all that, so it's got kind of momentum, it's just other teams need to get on board, because they're not fit for purpose, who's running this who's running Scotland at the moment for us. So it's, um, I think it's just a fast car. I mean, what's, nothing's going to happen though, is it? I mean, nothing is going to happen from it at all.
1: Well, I think it all depends on how many clubs actually decide that they're going to back it, because eventually there'll be nowhere for them to go. They're, they're going to have to. Um, the only thing is, I think Doncaster's got like a year's notice period that he has to be given when he's getting sacked. I mean, That's he some right, contract, he, isn't it? He wrote his own contract. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I think the pressure will get too much if enough clubs do back it, though. I really do. Uh, but Ryan, as it it's just again, we are just getting this this the 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 game in this country gets sold short so many times. And we continue to make ourselves look like a laughing stock because there's not enough teams there weren't enough teams previously that wanted to stand up to these these guys that are running the game. Um the more, as I say, the more that back th- this statement and the six clubs, the more they do it, then the pressure will become too much.
3: Yeah. I would love some I would love some group to come out and, and just kinda and challenge them. That you could have some sort of voting system to to vote other people in, kind of like a political party, that kind of way, because how Neil Doncaster is still there, Carnegie. We could we don't could know. do a we know we could do a podcast on this. It's for the shenanigans that were on years ago to not have not having a sponsor it always sticks in my head for some reason. How he never had a sponsor for the league. Uh I don't know if he fell asleep and missed a few emails. I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but it just and of course he sorted his sell out a bonus as well. I noticed that one he sorted his sell out a bonus, which kind of took him above the Prime Minister's wages. But I mean, it's a laughing stock, Carly, and I genuinely, I genuinely don't know what to say without making myself angry. It's a Friday night, it's a weekend, and we're all to chill out and, and then go and watch Rangers tomorrow. But they are an absolute shambles, an organisation, a shambles. We told them this, we told everyone this when they vote, when we asked people to vote, and teams are starting to see it. I think a lot of teams probably regret the way the vote went. It's probably a vote against Rangers and a vote that rather than a vote for the SPFL. It's just they are a shambles, mate. And um I would like to think something will change in the years to come or at the end of Doncasters, but it'll probably be some other daddy that takes them over and <laughs> it's just a frustration we have to put up with. But um I not for, for purpose is the perfect way to sum it up, as Ali said.
1: Yeah, that is. Nicky, your thoughts on on this, but I, I think the for the sake of Scottish football, the change has to happen and I'm not saying it would just blue-tinted glasses on. There's one club that are very much favoured in this country and I think we all know who that is. Um, but this, the, the 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 more Premiership teams, the back Rangers in this, and then it'll filter down the Championship, there'll be more, you need more for it than more against it and With this statement um with the joint six six clubs joint doing it it's been a while since there's been that many voices that are all raising concerns
2: uh, and right now the pressure is very much building on them yeah i think it's um it's just another example of how we do everything extremely amateur in this country um i mean the the irony is right that we, we we asked for this, uh, the, this report was requested because of the governance behind the Cinch deal and obviously the Rangers and and, and everything that happened during that. And um, ultimately what's now happened is they've made an arse of the governance on the governance report, right? You couldn't, make, you genuinely couldn't make it up. Um, but like, like the guys, I, I don't claim to be an expert on it. I, I, I've not spent a lot of time over the last 24 hours or so Reading into it, I think the most pleasing aspect for me, like the guys have already said, is we are starting to see momentum here. It is not just Rangers. We are starting to see other people jump on the bandwagon and say, do you know what, this is a bit of a shambles and, and we do need to change something. So to your point, when you when you look at the column situation, that's probably the last big debacle we've had with this organisation. And, and I'm quite frustrated because we let that just pitter out. I think we went in really strong to begin with. we we'll, we've we'll just let it pitter out. And and I would like to think that we will not do the same here, given that there is starting to be momentum. There's more voices. Hopefully, the, the, the number of voices continues to grow over the coming days. And we should almost just back them into a corner. They need to make change continually. They have made an utter arse of big decisions looking after this league um, and this football association. So, yeah, hopefully that continues. As I say, the most pleasing aspect now is that other clubs are now starting to open their eyes to, let's face it, what Rangers have been telling them for a number of years now. Yeah, but it was always Big Bad Rangers' fault, isn't
1: it? That's the way that the rest of them like to look at it. But no, um, it's it's, a... It's a good thing that there's support now for Rangers. It really is, yeah, because we've been calling on, for so long. And to be honest, I'm sick of talking about Doncaster McLennan. I really am. They're, they're not for, for the purpose. It's as, as pure and as simple as, as that. So we'll see what comes of it. So move on to the early United preview. Um, I, 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 uh, a member of the enemy is returning to Ibrox tomorrow and, of course, I am talking about Willie Collum. Um, newly appointed manager Scott Brown brings his ill United team to Ibrox for the fifth round of the Scottish Cup. Our team also includes a couple of familiar faces, Ali. Your favourite, Jamie Murphy. You hated Jamie Murphy. And Aiden. Hated Aiden them. <laughs> <laughs> you hated him. And obviously, Aiden McGeady also plays for them. Uh, they're sitting sixth in the Championship, and the last match was a defeat at home to Dundee United, who are sitting top of the table. Ryan, um, the match is. <sighs> They're trying to make a bigger deal of this as possible. The fact that Scott Brown's returning to the, the dugout uh, Stephen Walker, uh, Oh, do you know what? I probably hate Stephen Whitaker more than I <laughs> than I hate Scott Brown. I can't stand Stephen Whitaker, I really can't. Um anyway. Willie Col- well Will S, thank you very much for the 19, 1999, mate. That's very much appreciated, mate. Thank you so so much. Uh, but Willie Collins coming back now, uh, and, and Nicky mentioned that the Rangers really didn't keep the pressure up on that we um, was it was requested that he, he wouldn't referee games going forward. We were all a wee bit maybe unsure about the the kind of look of that and how that looks. I suppose by the club to make that call. And Clement had made comment that he wasn't actually part of the decision to to say that or to be part of that statement, which I think will change going forward. Even though I can I can kind of agree where the club's coming from, to be honest, because what I call him is hopeless, truly, truly hopeless. But who are you looking forward to seeing more, colum or Brown?
3: Oh. oh, put your <laughs> hands together! And also, what you expecting together. from
1: what you expecting from the game as well?
3: Um, first and foremost, in terms of Scott Brown, I, I genuinely can't. interested in Scott Brown. It just, I, I, it I, it. Care. I genuinely don't. I, I'll never. I'll just not pass. Pass my, my thought process. It, it didn't really bother me. I was more annoyed when he was a player. I was more annoyed at us for not giving him a hard time. I just thought he got away with a lot when he when he played with him and. Never really bothered me that much, Scott Brown. But well, they call him. I listen. This is what we spoke about when after the incident. I didn't. I didn't agree. I don't agree with it. You should try to be in a position to pick and choose your referees. I think you're opening a can of worms there. Um, if you think the way that lot is forced, they forced a, a referee to retire not that long ago. If you then start picking choosing referees, what's to stop them picking choosing referees? It opens a can of worms. Will the column is a terrible referee. I've always thought that for years. I gave an example the last time we spoke about him that he gave us a penalty at Celtic Park without even seeing the incident. It was behind him. So it's not a thing that he favours Rangers or Celtic. He just is a yeah. poor referee. And he's got a catalogue of huge mistakes and big games. And he never ever gets there's no consequence to his mistakes. And it's because we don't have a catalogue of top referees in this country, so Willie Combe just turns up at his work, he's like the kind of incompetent old guy at your work that is a bit shit now, should retire, <laughs> sorry for the language, a bit rubbish now, should retire, but the company need to just keep him going till he does retire. And that's what he is, <laughs> mate, he's it's a joke. Um, what I'm expecting from tomorrow is a lot of rotation, a lot of hungry players who maybe haven't been getting the chance, I imagine Scott Wright will get his chance tomorrow. Players like that, and uh, Hopefully see some of them taking their chance because competition is good, especially when you're playing the way we are just now. And I want to see some goals as well. I want to see some goals because Air aren't a great team and uh, I am not massively favourable of them. They're obviously my hometown, but for many reasons, I'm not massively favoured of them. Um, so I'm hoping we get four or five goals tomorrow. Carney. I would very much like that. And aye, it would be nice to hear a wee song about Scott Brown, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, it would be, mate. Yes, of course, it would be. If you're tuning in to watch the game on the TV, when you see the referees warming up, which you inevitably will, because the focus will be come on, call them, you see a very angry man in the front, in the govern front, shouting. That will be Ryan. That definitely will be Ryan.
2: Um, Nicky, your thoughts ahead of the game tomorrow night? Yeah, I think likewise. Scott Brown. He's, it's kind of past, right? It's all, it's all in the past now. I did, I did quite like. Clement comment today saying oh yeah I've heard Scott Brown loves Rangers just to kind of try and wind them up a wee bit but no I'm I'm excited for tomorrow um I think naturally they will come as massive underdogs um they will come to frustrate but um it's an opportunity for us to to make a number of changes um likewise similar likewise what Ryan said I think I always tend to read quite a lot into who does the presser. I think Scott Wright was was on duty today with Clement, so I expect him to play. I think there was also a comment made about um, Diamonde and was it Cortez? I think, that, that, they, that they will be in. They're maybe not ready to play 90 minutes, but I would probably expect to see them. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing new signings. I think Diamonde, we haven't really seen yet. I think he was really unfortunate. He came on the other day, done an unbelievable wee flick. And then I think Sterling gets sent off and it kind of disrupted the structure a wee bit because he was then kind of having to defend a lot more than than what we should have. But no, I'm really excited for tomorrow. Likewise, I, I hope to see a lot of goals. I hope to see a five or six goals in an ideal world and yeah, put our, put our place into the next round.
1: Absolutely, Ali. Your thoughts ahead of the game, Justin Muir. Sorry, I just clicked. I just noticed that. Ali, take it away, please.
0: God bless America, Justin. He's one yeah, man I to bring over for America. I
1: tell you what, <laughs> that's Justin true. Aye. Justin, nah, Justin, he deserves. To, he deserves to come over, mate. He definitely he That's a transfer. Come that, over. A transfer that would work out. No, yes. thank you, Justin. Very much appreciated. So much. much your thoughts ahead of tomorrow, tomorrow night, Ali, and you can do your team and your score as well once you get to after your thoughts.
0: Uh look forward to tomorrow. It's a nice time. The half five. We never get the half five, so it's nice when I get. A couple yep. of years before, um, so no, look, looking forward to uh, United, they'll come, as Nicky says, they'll come to the straight, it's up to Rangers to get the first goal, after that they'll, they'll need to come out because it's a cup game, so I'm expecting goals, I'm expecting rotation, I'm expecting to see new players start as well, Carney. so yeah, my team for tomorrow is, I think McCrory will go on goals, I, I would have rested to have, but because... Sterling's injured. I did think he could maybe be been young king there, but I'm going with Tav at right back. Did you mean? Did
1: you mean suspended? He's not injured, is he? He's
0: suspended. Yes. No suspended. Sorry. Did I say uh, yeah, I was suspended.
3: like, I was like, did I miss something? today? I was like, no, he's nice.
0: I was like,
1: God's sake, no, he's suspended. I come on text
0: to say he's injured. now. he's not injured. He's suspended. So yes. So no, McCrory and goal. Tav at right back. Goldson Souter. Barisic, I think, might come back in. Um obviously we play Wednesday night. Middle of the park for me, Carney. John Lundstrom comes out for me for a break. Ryan Jack comes and plays that position. Dio O'Mandey starts. Cantwell just in front of them. Cortez on the left, Silva in the middle, and yeah, I think Scott Wright, I agree, I think Scott Wright might play in the right. That's my team. I'm gonna go three 0 Rangers and Silva to score first.
1: Yeah, my team's probably that. I think Dessers might play. Uh, I've just got this feeling that Dessers might start to try and get him goals um, just after he's kind of uh, not his disappointment, but you know, they didn't take his chances, I suppose, on Tuesday night. So, but apart from that, that that's pretty much my teammate. I don't think there's many changes that you could make. <clears throat> Is Leon King fit? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing I did play Leon, can Leon Carney. I thought.
0: You I might had play him at but... right back. Yeah, they're trying to kinda of mold him into a centre mid as well at times, Carney. I don't yeah, know yeah. quite know what they're doing with Leon King
1: at the moment, but I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, Ben Davies is back as well. Oh Ben Davies is back. He might start yeah, he might start over Suter. Yeah, he might start over Suter. Ryan, your team and your score, please.
3: Um, yeah, similar to, to Ali. I think Borna will come in. I'll go with I think I'll go away. I think Ben Davies will start with Suter. I think the mm-hmm. midfield two will be Jack and Raskin. So my team's nothing like Ali's, and I'll go for <laughs> Dessers up top. <laughs> and I'll go for Dessers up top. I will go five nil Rangers and I will go James Tavenier, early goal. Yeah, yeah I'll penalty. take
1: that. Yeah, penalty. Yeah, penalty. Must be a, surely a penalty against Scott Brown's team. You must surely go. Thank get you, Willie Collum. Thank you, Willie. Thank you Thank you for that. Um, I'd imagine somebody could behead a Rangers player in the box when they come still and we'll like, they give Rangers a penalty tomorrow. Um, Nicky, your team and your score, Jim, slow and some man, mate, always there. Thank you so much, Jim. Very much appreciated for that, mate. Thank you
2: so much. Um, yes, uh, Nicky, your team, your score? Probably a combination of what the guys have already said. I think McCrory will obviously come in. I think the back four might be the same as the other night. I think it'll be Tav, Gold and Suter. I think they might stick with Yilmaz. To be honest, I'd, I'd rather they stick with Yomas. To be honest, I'd rather just give him the game time um, you and allow <laughs> well, Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> <does>. Um <laughs> Center mids, likewise. I think Ryan Jack will come in. I, I expect Raskin to play alongside him. I think the three in front will be right on the right. I think Diamonde will play. Maybe the 10, but maybe kind of swap about between the kind of three. Cortez. I think, will be the left. And I think Fabio Silva should start up top, to be honest, in my opinion. I think if we want to get him up to speed, I I would play him. I'm going to go 5-0. I'm not going to go first scorer, but I kind of fancy Fabio Silva for a hat-trick tomorrow. Woof, take it.
1: Absolutely, take it. Absolutely, take it. No, very much looking forward to the game um, tomorrow night. It's been—I've missed a couple of a couple of the games. The, the four games in a row that I was meant to be getting to just didn't happen due to, due to sickness and work and whatever else. So that's—I'm uh, very much looking forward to getting to Ibrooks tomorrow night. Uh, that will do us for tonight, Alistair, Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: You will do. As I say, we a few points for the game tomorrow, so looking forward to it. And yeah, Willie Collin back at Ibrox. Uh, brilliant to see him. So. There'll be a few songs tomorrow, can Hopefully, Ryan will be starting them for the government front. So <laughs> You'll, be able, to, You'll be, able front. You that, be able to hear him. You'll be able to hear Ryan for the government front. Definitely will be able to hear him. But no, I'm no, looking forward to another game at Ibrooks.
1: Um, and then obviously, we've got Valentine's Day with another game at Ibrooks. Yeah, yeah, which my
2: message is delighted about. Nicky, thank
1: you very much, mate.
2: Yep, thank you. Likewise, my missus is delighted about going to Ross County um, on Valentine's Day, but hey-ho, it's not my fault. Blame the Rangers fixture coordinator. Um, so yes, delighted to be on. Looking forward to the game tomorrow.
1: Magic. And Ryan, thank you very
3: much. Mate, you beating tomorrow, Ryan? No? No, I've got the boys. I'm actually taking the boys to the game tomorrow. They've got oh, yeah. uh, two seats in the same row as me, which will be good. So it's me and the boys and my dad going up. Uh, just hoping that there's no... Head collisions for the Rangers defenders in the box. Obviously, that's now a penalty, Carney. so I'm I'm hoping the Rangers defenders do avoid any late head collisions um, and everybody gets away from the game okay. Nice to see all the donations in the comments and I hope everybody enjoys the first step. Is it the first step, second step, towards the Scottish Cup, hopefully.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you, everybody, in the chat tonight. Thank you for all the donations; Very kind of you. Please like the video before you go. We will be back tomorrow with a reaction after the game. So until then, very much hope your team wins tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. We have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody.
3: Podcast Network.